This episode is sponsored by GummyCube. Did you know that GummyCube has a number of popular services for app entrepreneurs like us, but they have something called Focus Group, which actually helps you optimize your icons, your screenshots, and your videos. And to learn more, go to www.gummycube.com and go and click on the Focus Group uh, iPhone that you can see on the homepage. So go to GummyCube, G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E.com. And thanks to GummyCube for being such a great sponsor of the show. Let me thank the show's sponsor, Apptentive. So Apptentive will increase your positive ratings. And in fact, they helped Urban Spoon increase their ratings by over 1000%. So to check out Apptentive, get a free mobile app consultation and check out whether your app is loved, go to apptentive.com forward slash app guy, apptentive.com forward slash app guy. And thank you very much to Apptentive for being a great sponsor. Hello, I'm Alex the Pledge, founder and CEO of Hassle.com, and you are listening to the App Guy podcast. The App Guy podcast, straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy, sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. And now, Paul, the App Guy. Welcome to the App Guy podcast. I'm your host, it's Paul Kemp. This is the show where I help all entrepreneurs, anyone who wants to uh, know what it's like to work in a startup or the startup scene, entrepreneurship, helping people, this is the podcast to give you an insight into what it's like to get into the scene and to help others out and to live a pretty awesome life with regards to entrepreneurship and startups. Uh, do stay tuned for this episode. Uh, I have got a great guest. Actually, I've known this guest for quite a long time, digitally, in the digital world, and it's the f- first time I've had him on the show. Uh, his name is uh, Hans von Gent, and he is the creator of Inbound Rocket, uh, but he's also got a full-time job in the fifth largest agency in the world, uh, which is Havos and uh, he can talk us uh, through digital advertising, uh, content marketing, a lot of stuff. So we're going to learn a lot from Hans. Hans, welcome to the App Guy podcast. Uh, thank you for having me. It's uh, it's a great honor to uh, to be part of the podcast series. I've been listening for some time already, and it's it's always very helpful. Well, it's it's great that you've come on. Now we have a history together. We've known each other in uh, various uh, Slack groups, and uh, we've been helping each other out. And, and that's the wonderful world about digital now that you can build up good relationships with people that you've actually never met. Uh, t- tell us about um, tell us about your your full time job first, I guess, because you are doing uh, advertising. And uh, w- w- how did you get into advertising? To talk us through uh, how you actually started working in the digital world well it's actually a bit of a it's a bit of a funny story i think because i to be honest i don't have any background in in advertising i studied uh, computer sciences uh, when i when i was still at university and uh, i was working happily sort of in 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 that scene i was working at a small internet provider in in amsterdam in the netherlands and uh, and at one point i had a i had a girlfriend who was uh, was working in advertising and so I got to see a bit of the trade, and uh, I, I helped her out with, with with things that she got stuck on. And at one point, I was thinking to myself, you know, maybe this advertising world is something for me. Maybe I can maybe I can switch into that world. But of course, having no official background in there and no education in there, I thought it might be a bit difficult to get on board. So then I was thinking to myself, okay, what what could be the easiest way to get on board? And uh, that was actually through project management. 
So uh, I thought, you know, it doesn't really matter if you don't really know the trade as long as you can manage projects, then uh, you can work in any company. So that was sort of my, my step in the door in, into advertising, but I think four years ago right now, five years ago. And uh, I've been, been growing in there. I've been, been learning a lot from the trade. And yeah, and currently I'm working at, uh, at Havas Worldwide in, in Brussels, where I'm the, the client service director for, for the digital department. So I'm really responsible for the entire digital business of the, of the agency there. So, so Hans, the most inspirational thing, uh, which will be very appealing to those listening, is the fact that you're actually working full-time, but you have a secret, uh, uh, in a way, passion for the startup scene, entrepreneurship, and helping people out. Because when you get home, you start doing all this, this work in content marketing, and you're the creator of Inbound Rocket. So maybe let's focus on that. Firstly, how on earth do you find the time to do all this stuff that you do online uh, outside of your job? Well, you're, uh, a normal, okay, advertising is not really that much of a normal job, like a nine-to-five job, but it's still sort of in the same sense, you know. You work a certain set of hours during the day, and uh, then in the evening when you come home, you can either go sit on the couch, uh, watch a mind-numbing TV and, and, and basically uh, waste your entire evening or you could do something useful with your life. And uh, that's how, you know, I'm, I'm a very strong believer that if you, if you know something uh, yourself, that there's always people who don't have that certain knowledge and that you should try to help out those people. And uh, I had a lot of fr- I have a lot of friends within the startup scene, uh, who so that's how I got a bit introduced in, in, into that part of the world. Uh, I've in 2012 I ended up being part of uh, as a as a contester of the of the startup bus in in Europe, and that got the ball a bit uh, rolling a bit more. Um, I was the director in 2014 of the startup bus in Europe, next to my main job again. Uh, we've been uh, organizing weekends where we where we teach people, and through all these different types of events, which I do next to my main job, I, I started to see that a lot of uh, most companies, you know, they they fail not because they they don't have a good product, you know, they might have the the most brilliant product in the world, but they they fail because they they end up having don't having any customers, and I think there's a there's a big part where where a lot of you know, one one thing is, of course, that are you really solving a, a problem that people are willing to to pay for and to use your product? But in the end, even if you are uh, willing to uh, solving a problem for people, then if people don't know about you, then you're still not doing any business. So, from from that learning and from from what I've seen happening there, I came to the conclusion: okay, how can I help people in in that space? And uh, I ended up uh, looking around, seeing that a lot of these these startups they they use WordPress as their uh, as their uh, community uh, content management system on their website. Uh, they they end up installing a lot of different plugins, uh, like 20, 30, I don't know, a lot of different plugins, uh, all doing their own little thing. Uh, they delete a couple more, and in the end, it's all little islands working uh, working together. There's and. There's a there's a, comp, uh, a couple of big companies out there who help with marketing automation, but those prices are just way too expensive for for startups and small medium enterprises. So then, then my my logical conclusion was okay. Well, if these companies are these small medium enterprises and these startups are running on WordPress, 
and they they still need to get business. Why don't I try to to help them with that? So I had the idea. I have a technical background, so I started working a bit a bit on the idea. But it's at one point, you know, you know how these things go. Is if you're if you're not really a hardcore developer, it's it's really difficult to to make big steps. And uh, and via my network, I approached a guy in the U.S. Uh, funny story, I never met the guy in real life. He's an awesome guy, but I never met him in real life. And we're right. and uh, and we're trying to to build a business there. So. Uh, I know what can really help. Uh, I mean, if you can imagine that someone listening to this is maybe working for a startup or they've got their own app and they're really struggling with discovery, uh, you've got a great way of helping with discovery because you do a lot of stuff with content marketing. I've, I, I see you posting all the time. You're writing, you're posting onto various websites that, uh, and you even share a lot of the traffic that that generates. What, what's been the best thing that's worked for you with regards to content marketing? Well, I think what a, what a lot of people sort of make the mistake in, in content marketing is that they 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 first have an have an idea of okay you know I, I oh, content marketing is big I should do something with content marketing and they they might start off good and they 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 might you know produce a couple of articles but in the end producing content is 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 really uh, is really difficult you you have to take the time and in, to investigate in it and 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 write some some good stuff and. A lot of companies, in the end, they they their 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 blog, they they turn it into some some glorified status update where they say, oh look, we hired somebody, or or they uh, we got a new release or something like this. And um, content marketing is actually just a, a different way of of solving the problem you're trying to solve with your product or service. And if you if you look at from from that sense, it's, it becomes a bit easier to come up with. With articles on on how you can help your customers, you know you have a you have a product, you have a you have a service, you you have an app, and you think okay, I can help people with this, uh, but the app is just one part of the uh, trying to fix somebody's problem, and uh, with content marketing you can expand that reach and you can expand on how uh, on on helping people trying to solve their problems. Yeah. This comes on the back of an episode, and if no one uh, has listened to this, uh, sorry, if you haven't actually heard this episode, I, I do encourage uh, listeners, the Apps to Tribe, to go back and listen to Janet Murray, episode 386, where she said that no one really wants to read about a new hire or a new release or a new update. It's a completely boring subject, uh, obviously very uh, relevant to the company or the startup, but not to the world. You know, It doesn't really matter. So... Uh, having a story and having something compelling or uh, she mentioned uh, actually having something that helps the reader know that there's something in it for them. So what I'm learning from you is that you write uh, things that help people, help people achieve or get answers to their questions or just with their knowledge. Is that right? Indeed. And I think I've, uh, I've, I've re- once read uh, somewhere online, I think, or, or heard it in, in. I think it was not you, but in some somebody else's podcast, there was a guy, and he said, you know, the 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 big problem then is that okay, even if you're you're thinking that you're on the right track, a lot of people when they start writing, they are thinking it too difficult because what happens is that if I know a certain subject and I know a certain subject well, automatically your brain thinks ah, the rest of the world knows this. 
and then uh, you don't write about it because you think oh, it's it's useless and and nobody nobody cares about this. But the anecdote uh, I'm I'm referring to is that okay, look at it like this: if you if you go to high school and uh, or you go to university, the first day that you arrive at university, indeed, you don't know anything. And after four years of being in university, you know everything. You know where the toilets are. You know where which teacher you need to approach for for whatever subject, etc. But on the other hand, every day there's a new bunch of freshmen arriving on the internet. Like every year, there's a new bunch of freshmen arriving at university. And even though you might think, okay, I know the world, I know everything, because there's always a new bunch of freshmen arriving. Even with something that for you sounds very mundane and it's like, ah, sure, I know this subject, you know, everybody knows this. There's always a lot of people out there who still don't know this and you can still help them. And even by just writing out those kind of things, you can get a good, uh, good grip on the market and, and educate a lot of people and thus attract a lot of traffic. So, so I'm going to encourage everyone listening to this who is getting inspired to go and write something. If you're listening and you're an app entrepreneur and you haven't written anything or blogged about anything or posted anything right now, right, right, it's great traffic, it's great for your profile. So let's talk about what we do. We met through a, a Slack group and we do help each other out. What have you learned over the year of posting things uh, onto various sites? Have you got any good recommendations for us? Well, it it, it all depends on your on your on your on your market on 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 the app. Of course, if you if you if you have a certain project and if you have a certain product, then that product is is solving the problem for 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 what they call in 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 advertising a certain buyer persona, somebody who's who's like the, your ideal customer. And uh, your ideal customer has certain spots on the internet where he or she hangs out. You know, it could be it could be on Facebook, but your ideal customer could hang out on on Reddit or on on all sorts of, of forum or so or websites or communities online. And I think if you if you uh, before you start writing, if you try to define okay, eh, just like you defined who is my ideal customer for my app, if you if you know your ideal customer. Then you know also in in what uh, t- uh, tone of voice you start uh, need to start writing, what type of content you can start writing, and you know where those people are hanging out. So if you if you want to um, uh, start promoting your your content, go to the places where your customers are, and that could be that could be anything, and that from, ranging from Quora to Reddit or LinkedIn or Twitter, it, it doesn't really matter. And it's very difficult I think to say okay. Go to give a give a certain advice. Go to this website because what might work for me doesn't really necessarily has to work for somebody else. Uh, how about this then? How about we do a case study and we treat you as a consultant? So in the uh, previous episode, just to kind of link this show together, the previous episode was a video app. Uh, it was a very unique video app that's got a unique proposition. Uh, of uh, changing the way we edit in real time, in in, in real time editing. If I was to try and promote that uh, video app, because I'm sure that's a lot, very similar to a lot of people listening to this, where would I go and what would I do? Well, I, th- uh, I think one, for for starters, for somebody working in video, it's very logical to go to uh, video places like YouTube or, or Vimeo, and maybe uh, in, instead of writing uh, some uh, something, because content marketing is more than just writing. It can be can be the creation of visuals, or in your case, what you're doing here with podcasts is is a form of content marketing by itself. 
So uh, it could also mean that content marketing for this person or trying to attract an audience could happen by, by creating useful content on, on, on a YouTube channel. Or, or, on, right. or on Vimeo, or Twitter is doing, of course, with, 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 with Twitter video as well. There, I think uh, it, uh, yeah, in this case, it makes more sense to, to go into that direction and, and look uh, and, and see where the audience is there. Yeah, and, and let's talk hands up. I mean, it also can be a complete waste of time if you don't get it right, because uh, I've spent years on the web and uh, it will suck up huge amounts of time. And, and if you spend it posting to various places where nobody is going to read it or nobody's going to watch it, it does kind of consume a lot of time. How can we ensure that we can actually get discovered with our content as well as the apps? And uh, do, should we partner with people who have already made audiences? Well, give us some advice on that. The, what is what is always really helpful, indeed, is 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 the um, writing on, on different platforms like uh, guest writing, for example. Uh, when when you know uh, there's another company out there who has a bigger reach than you, uh, maybe uh, you can you can swap an article. Say, look, uh, I will write an article for you guys. Why don't you write an article for me? Uh, another way, uh, good way is 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 approaching uh, is approaching your the thought leaders in your industry. Uh, what I've seen happening in uh, on, on our blog on, on Inbound Rocket, for example, is is some post where uh, where I in in one week I created a post around the subject, and then the following week I did a, a follow up post where I uh, let the opinion of industry thought leaders. On the on the website, I think you were part of one of those posts as well. And uh, one, it's very easy. You can just create a Google form and, and stalk these people, uh, send them a tweet. Hey, can I, can you give me five minutes of your time to fill in this form and, and be be featured in my in my post? Uh, they, the, a lot of people are really helpful, and they, they you know five minutes of that time isn't is nothing. And on the one hand, if they if they help you with these five minutes they get more exposure as a thought leader. So it's like an ego boost for them. Uh, and as soon as the post is online, they are always really eager to share, of course, because it's their uh, their face on, on another website and it's their opinion. So it helps them in the ego uh, again. But on the other hand, as soon as those, those industry thought leaders start sharing that content, of course, they have a lot of followers. So that ends up in having a lot of traffic for you again. I, I, okay, I love this strategy, and I'm just going to try and break down what I've learned from you. So this is a post that you put together that had all the different thought leaders uh, that you you knew had some influence, and, and uh, you wrote about them individually and what they were advising. Yeah, so in a and, and, and then they actually, yeah. A, a concrete example in this case, indeed, this was uh, at one point I wrote a post about Okay, how can you optimize your landing page? Uh, you know, and there's there's different things like social proofing, etc., to make your landing page more convincing. But on the other hand, for startups, it's really difficult if you're just starting out to have, for example, the social proof because nobody written about you yet. You don't have user reviews, so the case for really early startups is a bit different. So I approached a couple of of industry thought leaders and said, okay. If you need to start a new business right now and you need to create a landing page, how would you get make sure that it will help convert? And I asked them just this one question and put it in a Google form and send it to a, to a, just talk to a bunch of people on Twitter. And from the from the thirty people I asked, I got maybe ten responses, and that I included those responses in a new post. 
it's absolutely genius, Hans, what you're advising. And it's a great strategy for anyone who's thinking about uh, trying to just uh, increase their discoverability uh, for what they're doing. It's time to thank the episode's sponsors. So let me tell you about just a fantastic sponsor of mine called Gummy Cube. And something quite unique about Gummy Cube, it really is uh, something that I think you'll be interested in learning about. It's DataCube, their DataCube platform. And they use this for app store optimization and to manage mobile app marketing campaigns. Now, GummyCube has built DataCube uh, from the ground up rather than adapting existing mobile and web searches to gather the data. The engine powering the DataCube platform pulls data from the app stores. It monitors uh, iTunes and Google Play uh, right at the moment and, and also advertising networks and information from mobile users gathered through the stores. Uh, now, this approach separates it from all those other competitors. GummyCube points out that uh, any data taken from traditional searches is less effective when used solely for analyzing mobile marketing campaigns. It makes sense, right? You need the data from the app stores to do app store optimization. So I highly recommend going to check them out. It's www.gummycube.com. That's www.gummycube.com. And thank you, GummyCube, for continuing to be such a great supporter. This episode is brought to you by Apptentive. Apptentive have a great intelligent ratings prompt. So what does that mean? It means that you can drive five-star reviews, which obviously then means your app is going to climb the charts. Uh, so what you can do is you can prompt the user, ask the question, hey, do you like the app? Yes or no? It's pretty obvious that if they hit yes, you want to take them to the review page so they can leave a really cool review. If they hit no, you do not want to take them to the review page. You want to take them to the inbuilt messaging center where you can actually communicate with them two-way and find out why they don't like the app. So keep those criticisms off of the review page and help your app climb the charts by only driving five-star reviews to the review page. Uh, go and check them out. It's apptentive.com forward slash app guy. That's apptentive.com forward slash app guy. They will give you a free consultation. And thank you so much to Apptentive for supporting this show. Let's return to the interview. Uh, so there is two things we need to do before we say goodbye. One is that I love to try and tease out potential new ideas for disruptive apps. Now, we can either just ask you outright if you've uh, as you're going about your business, and, and I'm assuming you're, you're incredibly uh, productive, do you have um, an idea for an app? If you do, great. If not, then we can explore another way of doing this. Well, I have an idea already for some time, and I was actually listening to one of your podcasts the other day, and I think somebody already mentioned it a little bit. It's that. <laughs> That's the thing over the app world. It's like everything's already been done. <laughs> well, it's, it's not being done yet at the moment. So it, this is a, this is a golden opportunity, I would say. <laughs> but I just really don't have the time for it. The fact is that uh, a lot of times. Uh, so I, I'm I'm from the Netherlands, but I'm working in Belgium right now, and uh, I don't know when these public holidays are in Belgium. So it's always a big surprise for me. Like, oh, one week from now we have a day off, and I never know these kind of things. But that makes it really difficult for me as well to, in advance, you know, plan a nice weekend away, uh, like a city trip with my with my girlfriend, for example. Uh, so what would be ideal for me if I would if there was just a website or an application where I could say, okay, two weeks from now in that weekend, I can leave on Friday evening, I can leave on Sunday, I can, need to come back on Sunday evening. This is my budget. Tell me what I can do. 
because right now you go to, to 10 different websites for to get your plane information, then you might have found a cheap uh, plane uh, flight, but then uh, you still need to find a hotel, then you need to find activities. And I, it would be awesome if it could just tell me, okay, two weeks from now, you could go to Rome, you, you're sleeping here, you can visit this concert, or you could go to Berlin, you visit this museum and you're staying here. And, uh, you know, just give, give the budget envelope and give me my options. So Hans, for everyone listening who has the ability to develop apps, that they need to take this guidance. When you hear these stories time and time again and these needs, there's de we're definitely onto something. I was only talking about this the other day. Uh, and uh, we need someone like, as a family here, to curate our weekends, curate our life in a way. Because I don't want the hassle of booking uh, all these different options. I just want, here's my budget. And, and I want them to tap into my Facebook feed so they can see what I'm, uh, I like to do. And I want them to tell me. I want some service or app that tells me what to do. I pay the app and it just takes care of everything. It's, it costs so much time. Then the, by the time you find a decent flight, then the, the hotels are too expensive again. And, and, and you just want to have a small weekend away and I don't need to spend two evenings or three evenings trying to find something nice to, to go to. Hans, it's a perfect idea. So I want someone listening to this to build that because that is a genius idea. It's all the best apps that are massively successful are doing some kind of curation. And what about curating our the one most important thing, which is our lives, and <laughs> just taking, especially the weekends, to, to curating it so that we can... Uh, not have to have the stress and hassle of booking all these different things individually. So uh, a genius idea. Uh, okay, the final thing then is this is a show about apps. So do you have an app or two that you think we may not know about but could be a good recommendation? Well, the... Oh, 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 please don't close the recording as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, that's, that's... This, is, this is usually the bit where I lose the guest because you start... <laughs> Well, on my on my uh, desktop, I've been using Grammarly lately a lot, especially since I'm, I'm writing more. Uh, uh, as you might have guessed from my uh, from my accent, I'm not a native English speaker, so writing in English sometimes, even if I think it's correct, it, it still might uh, give some some weird stuff. And you, uh, especially if you're doing content marketing, you want to be correcting your in your English or in your in the grammar your your writing and grammarly has been a major help for me trying to spot all the different quirks I, I do wrong in my writing uh, okay I love grammarly you introduced me to that uh, a while ago and I've been using it I love it I think it's great uh, I haven't yet gone for the upgrade you know when you get there's basically for anyone you need to go and check it out I'll be putting links on the show notes uh, Gra grammarly give you a free and a paid version uh, and you have like these critical issues and then you have the advanced issues when you pay for, do those advanced issues are they worth it uh yeah uh, uh, i've been i've been sp uh, so i've got a paid version indeed because i really one i really love the, uh, the the product and if i if i love something then then i will reward the people who, who made it and i uh, and i will always pay for it uh, so that's that's one of the reasons why I wanted to pay for it. But the other thing is indeed the the option to have some some even more in depth uh, in depth knowledge about uh, about the, your your writing is really awesome. 
but I'm not really sure. That uh, I, 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 you're making me feel guilty now. I should really, I, <laughs> I, after this, I will, I will actually go and pay for it. You're right. There is a maker behind these things. And uh, uh, there's nothing better than the uh, endorsement of the product than actually paying for it. <laughs> no, in, indeed, a, a couple of years ago, uh, there was a, a, I wanted to start using an, an application for my, for my coding called uh, Coda. And in, in the App Store, it's absolutely not possible to do a to do a, like a like a review, test it out for two weeks, and then decide to pay for it. Maybe it's changed by now, but I have, I'm not sure it changed. So what I, to be honest, what I did, I torrented the, the the application. I used it for three hours, and then I said, okay, it's good. I deleted the application, and I still bought it. <laughs> and I wish, wouldn't, wouldn't you wish that like, every app user is a bit like that? I mean, look at some of the reviews that you get, you know, for free apps. And uh, I do feel like we're living in a society where there, sometimes there's no appreciation for the creators. But when you're a creator yourself, uh, then it gives you a huge amount of appreciation for the things that are created for us. Is that? Do you feel like that's uh, fair? Exactly, and 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 especially with that appreciation comes the thought that you know this guy needs to pay for his lunch as well, and he needs to pay for a roof above his head. So yeah, it makes more than than sense to 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 help out, and then you know, and a lot of these things they end up uh, because uh, because of the the free economy. I think a lot of these things are are so dirt cheap nowadays, you know, it's, it doesn't really matter. For, I, I'm, a, I'm a paying customer for, for, for example, Evernote. I love Evernote as well. And I, I'm ha more than happy to pay for it. There's only a couple of euros a month. Of course, in the end, you always have to be careful that you're not uh, paying for a hundred different things for a couple of euros per month because then it's still expensive. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can confess that I am a paying customer of Evernote. Uh, so, uh, Hans, uh, that is great. I will uh, put links to that in the show notes. And so that's uh, for everyone listening. It's episode 394. To get to that, you just need to go to theappguy.co theappguy.co, and just type in 394 or Hans von Gent. Uh, what's the best way of getting in touch, Hans? What's the, the easiest way of reaching out to you? Well, if you uh, if you're looking for me and you just type my name, I think by now in Google I'm, I'm occupying the first couple of pages. But uh, you can always re <laughs> yeah. that is the best uh, answer I think I've ever heard on this this whole show. <laughs> just Google me, Google me. Yeah, but you know that's if if you're if you're active online for for more than a couple of years, uh, you start to occupy that first page uh, for the bare minimum. So it's it's way easier than handing out business cards or you know just just search for my name. <laughs> but no, yeah. you can yeah, hands for Jen. Yeah. But you can always find me on. Uh, I think the easiest is uh, is reaching out via Twitter. That's uh, J.C. van Gent. That's uh, the G, sorry, J.C. van Gent. Um, or uh, with that same uh, with that same username, I'm basically on every social network. So, yeah, you've just proven to anyone who has maybe a slightly unique name that they need to be content marketing because the benefit of that is that you Google the name and you will be everywhere on the first two pages. And so that's almost a justification for that time and effort into the content. Hans, this has been a great chat. I'm so glad that we could get you on the show finally. And uh, all the best with uh, uh, Inbound Rocket. So I uh, do recommend people go and check out inboundrocket.co. And uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks a lot for having me. It's uh, after all listening to all your episodes, it's been a real honor to finally be on one myself. Uh,
Also remember this episode has been brought to you by Apptentive. They are sponsoring this show. Go and show them some love. Go and check out apptentive.com forward slash appguy. It's a unique page set up for us and they get to try uh, to help you with a free mobile app consultation. Uh, it will enable you to do effective two-way communication with your users of your app. So go to apptentive.com forward slash appguy, apptentive.com forward slash appguy. Thank you so much to Apptentive for supporting the show. Just to remind you that this show is sponsored by GummyCube. GummyCube are a big data company that are collecting data into DataCube which is pulling data from the app stores, Google Play and the Apple App Store. So go and use an app store optimization company that is getting its data from the app stores and not from web searches, which do not relate really to what's going on in the app store. Go and check them out. It's www.gummycube.com. Thank you very much to GummyCube. They're just such a great supporter of this show. So as usual, one final announcement from me. I wanted to let you know that I'm happy to help you out. Please don't be afraid to approach me and suggest that you want something on the end of this uh, show, maybe a little note. Uh, I am happy to promote uh, anything that uh, seems relevant and uh, help you out in any way. My job, I feel, is to help uh, you out, You know, especially if you're putting the effort in to listen to these episodes. So do get in touch with me. It's theappguy.co, theappguy.co. And also you can email me, paul at theappguy.co, paul at theappguy.co. And I'm sure that I can help you out in some way, whether it's emailing my list or making an announcement on this show or sending some tweets out about what you're doing. I love helping people out. It just makes the whole thing worthwhile. So do get in touch. And otherwise, I look forward to then delivering another episode to you shortly. Bye for now.